this swillions? Gage Roads Bruco is stoked to announce pro surfer Jack Robinson as a new part owner of the independent brewery. He'll be joining the Gage surf team alongside Mackenzie Bowden, the internet comedy sensation. 2023 legend single fin champion Brendo Marjo Margison on your Margo. Eli Brooks and filmer producer Jacob Woody Wooden. The whole team is planning an epic surf trip to one of the country's most remote locations later in the year. We will not spill the beans on this show. Not while there's a breath of air in the lungs of Smithy and Deadly. While Gage Road is about good beers and good times, they're also committed to the surf community and the environment. They've backed events like the Single Fin Festival at Burley, the Whalebone Classic in WA, the Australian Open of Surfing, the Scenic Coast Pro, Stratty Assault, the Australian Board Riders Battle, and they've been supporting multiple board riders clubs around the country. Gage Roads Brew Co. runs regular beach cleanups across the country with environmental group Tangaroa Blue. From humble beginnings, Gage Roads has grown to become Australia's leading independent brewery. Back in the early 2000s, two brothers and a couple of mates dreamt of starting a brewery with nothing more than an idea and a personal credit card. Inspired by their love of good beer in the ocean, Gage Roads was born. Get out there, get it down your neck, drink responsibly and support Australian independent brew at its finest. This episode of Ain't That Swell Live is brought to you by Billabong Gallery's latest artist collab with proud Bunjalung and Goombangi man, Otis Carey. The high-flying core lord has produced a collection inspired by the story and song lines of his local area. Gungali Yuridala, or Black Goanna, is a direct tribute to the ocean playground he grew up on. Blasting full rotors, wild lazars, and scoring the cosmic vision. Gungali Yuridala is available at billabong.com or get down and support your local surf store and cop some Otis Carey magic today. Welcome to Cosmic Apricots. Two heats live from the Burley Single Fin Festival, presented by Billabong and Gage Roads. As you know, the Burley Single Fin Festival, now in its 26th year, is the ultimate kickoff to the competitive season. We did a bit of a schmozzle of a live show up there at the Burley Bowls Club, which you can scroll down and listen to in our feed. But this is just me and Smivy rapping with the Ock, the 99 world champ, the raging bull. He sat in for a couple of heats and we let the cosmic apricots fly as we troweled through the great Ockies. History at Burley, among other things. You'll hear all the usual business that goes on during a heat, uh, score updates and other things. I think this is uh, maybe a quarterfinal and a semi or something like that. And uh, yeah, it's basically just event commentary, but as always, Ock on fire. Enjoy. And we'll see you at the next Cosmic Apricot Sessions, the Usher Cup. This weekend, if you're uh, anywhere near the Goldie, head on up there for the World's Team Challenge, uh, where we'll be hanging out with Ock again, Rabbit, Dingo Morrison, the Hoggy, plenty more swelly and shenanigans to come. But for now, Cosmic Apricots. Live from the Burley Single Fin Festival. Big thanks to Billabong 
Gage Roads and the Burley Ball Riders Club. Uh, Oko, I wanted to ask you, mate. You had a, a few different, you know, phases during your career. You're looking amazing, by the way. You look oh, fantastic. <laughs> you look healthy and oh, fit and ripped think, out. Yeah, well, I think that's what it gets. I mean, that's what you get. I stopped drinking like four years ago and... Um, don't touch alcohol anymore. It really helps the body when you get older. Good on yeah. you, man. Good on you, Good on you man. And eating well and surfing. Surf your brains out. Yeah. Good yeah. on you. I was going to say, though, uh, you know, we hear so many different conflicting stories about different eras. And, uh, you know, you were right here at Burley with some of the real mad dogs of those early years. You know, the big egos, the crazy sort of uh, muscle and fear, that sort of, you know, early generation. And then you were also surfing waves out here and, and comps out here when... You know, Slater and the Momentum Generation were in their prime. Like, what, what era did you find sort of the most hectic and brutal? Well, it was definitely, you know, more hectic back in the day. I mean, localism was a lot stronger, and I wish mm. it was still like that. Um, you know, the Burley, <laughs> the Burley boys held it down here, yep. you know. I mean, forgot to mention, like, Doris, you know, like, there of was course. Tony Eldridge um, back in the day. He wasn't from Burley, he was up the coast, but mm. he was always here. Um, you know, like Hawaii used to be a lot more localised, and, you know, and yet, you know, you had to abide by that, and... And, um, you know, I liked it back then better. Um, but, you know, the era... Um, sorry, I'll just, I'm just watching that replay. And I'm watching a set on the outer bank too. Wow. Yeah, the situation. Tane Bowden in first, uh, with four minutes on the clock. Mark Llewellyn in second. That's Tane on, uh, Tane on a, an 11-3-4. Mark on a 7-8-4 in second. Clancy in third on a combined total of 6.03. Buddha fourth on a 5.63. Uh, Lungi Slab on 4.63. And Uar Dave McGrath in sixth on 4.5. But I guess, Vaughan, back then it uh, wasn't as crowded, so it's a bit mm. harder to hold down now, you know what I mean? And can everyone grows up and does their own thing, you know, when you got the, the pack, you know, like back then, like the Wolf Pack back in Hawaii. Like, mm. uh, even though the, those, those boys from Kauai, they went from the North Shore, but yeah. they dominated the North Shore. They did. Um, but, you know, like, you know, at Snapper, we try and hold it down, but it's hard to get everyone in the lineup at the same time, you mm. know? Like, lately, it has not been like that. It's been so uncrowded. It's been Christmas, so everyone's kind of partying, which is, it's been... Um, nice, little, nice the last was pretty uncrowded behind the rock. Wow. keep it clear. Keep it dry over Christmas. You get, you get the very best <laughs> yeah, Yes. I remember uh, Andrew Kidman was always telling me that grand final day was his favourite time to surf. Yes. Yeah. He just goes, the lineup's empty, yeah. you're often pumping, and yeah. everyone's, uh, you know, watching All the those footy. days, news day, <laughs> yeah. boxing day, hey, you've you got to catch them when they're down. That's right, mate. <laughs> what about uh, just uh, rivals, mate? Like, I mean, did you find yeah. the, the competitiveness of, of the first crack at the tour more brutal than, say, your Kellys and your Dorians and Machados? Um, it's a really good question. You know, I, it was tough back in the day, I mean... Because it was kind of, there's a lungy slab. He needs this wave, and let's see how far he can get down the line. It's going to oh. double up, but he's got to really work it, and he might oh, not get over no. it, unfortunately, for Lungy. And, and we got Ty Graham right here. I can tell by the style. Oh, that was a great turn. He's going to get the line. He won't no, get over it. He, won't. Won't. he almost run over Lungy. What's going on there? Two and a half but, minutes. Two and a half minutes yeah, remaining. Yeah, it's a good question. Because like, kind of like localism back in the day, you know, the older guys really held it down. So you'd have to kind of... You know, because even practicing before a contest, you know, like, you've got to try and get the waves to get used to the wave to, you know, and the older guys wouldn't give you waves, you know mm. what I mean? Um, so back then was harder, yeah. Um, 
you know, you had to get along with the older guys because, you know, you had to pay respect to them. And, and then if you did that, you know, they'd give you a wave. Uh, and it works that way. Not as much anymore, but mm. that's the way it worked back then. This is uh, starting to get tense here. Two minutes remaining and uh, some guys looking for scores and opportunities. But we're kind of in between banks here, boys. It's not as nice yeah. on this inside rock section. And out the back starting to, to yeah. pinch and uh, actually break up the swell, the power so, the swell a bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't come here, like, only for this event and um, and for lunch, maybe, at, <laughs> behind us. Because I live on at Snapper. But, uh, What's your go-to for lunch? Right here. Um... A filet mignon. Yeah. Oh, you've got the menu right here. Yeah, no, like the burger. Yeah, the surf and turf. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but like, I heard yesterday it went out the back and um, my son said his heat went out the back and it got too low, so will it do it today because the swell's a little bit smaller? I've got a Masters final I want to know because I want to go out the back because it's so hard on the inside. Here we go, end. Clancy, way on the Does inside. Does he need this wave? Does he need a score? Yeah. Uh, he's holding down third, but he could definitely have scored a better his situation. Couple of Rios. Don't know if it's going to improve his situation. Ooh, uh, Dave McGrath going upside down. Uh, he's lanky, but he puts it in the pocket, doesn't he? Yeah, so he's... Um, my favourite to take it out is Joel. We uh, practice... To, on a single fin, he rang me up before the contest said, said you want to have a single fin practice, which we usually do, and I didn't get there this time, but um, I'd like to see Joel take it out. Jed, yep, yep, yep. Who's your favourite? Uh, mate, it's hard to go past the 2012 world champ, two-time winner here, and mate, the thing that really blows me away is just his wave selection on point breaks. He just manages to conjure up waves that have so much more scoring potential uh, than the ones his competitors are on. I don't know, I guess that's just his secret skill and, and something you develop over a lifetime of surfing these kinds of waves, just being able to pick the ones of run. Yeah, but, they, um, they kind of grow for him, don't they? Yeah, they really do. And, mate, I'm interested to know from you, Ock, like, you know, what is the best surfing that you've ever seen go down out here? Well, yeah, I was talking about Cole Smith, but um, uh, it's got to be that or watching footage of Rab or MP back in the day, mm. you know, like just that traditional barrel riding, you know, that Joe Ingle too, um, you know, just the way those guys rode, rode the barrel. I've seen Joel do it too, you know, in some of the junior events. Ruster, Dave Rustovich, uh, those natural footers that can thread this barrel when, it, when Burley's on is uh, a sight for sore eyes and Can for I sure. throw one other name at you, mate? That? Yeah, Munger. Yeah, Munger too. Yep. He, Definitely. When I was a grom and, you know, Green Iguana was coming out, I, I couldn't get enough Munger into my life. He was just a man, and he was such a tube. Oh, that, that, oh, God bless Art Brewer, but that shot of oh, him yes. as Munger taking off on that 15-foot West Peak at sunset. Oh, I saw it on Instagram the other day, and I was like, that is the best photo I can ever remember. And, yeah, God bless Art. He was a good friend of mine, and I didn't get a chance to get over there and say my well wishes, so God bless Art Brewer. He was a man, eh? Mm. And uh, such a good photographer and such a big heart. Yeah. What an icon. I mean, you just mentioned one of Art's all-time photos. Got any, any others up your sleeve? Any Art favourites from over the years? Uh, he had some good photos of Curran, yeah. And, uh, Is that his sequence, that off-the-wall? Yeah, yeah. That was an Art Brewer sequence. Yeah. Wow, I was looking at that on the wall of a Rip Curl shot the other day. Just still pretty much hasn't been better that way. It's so out of hand. Tom Curran was really good out here too. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> this would have really suited him, yeah. being from Rincon. He won stubbies here, did he? Yeah, I think he did yeah. one year. Yep. And there we go. 
Boys, thanks for having me. Enjoy it. I'm going to go. I've got about nine kids to take care of down on the point. But, Mate. Um, thanks for having me. <laughs> hey, brother. Uh, Jay Boy, still going? Jay Boy snuck in there. So, so yeah. What am I saying? I said, I want Joel to win. I'm going to my own son. No. I take it all back. I want Jay Boy to win it. So, well, I hope he's not listening to the podcast. And he shouldn't be because he should be stretching and practicing. Do one more. Okay. Do one more. He's been rubber armed into one, one more. more. Okay, I'll do one more. Stace, the producer. Well, that's great. The, the next heat has kicked off. Matty Job in blue. Reef Doig in red. Toby Mossop in green. Taking the lead with that wave of 6-5. Lincoln Taylor in uh, pink, which I think is actually black. Yeah. And uh, Xavier Huxtable. I'm going to do one more because... I would have got in trouble, I think. Yeah, let him simmer down. Someone would have let Jay know that I said Joel over here, but I totally didn't mean it. I forgot that Jay snuck it in third. He only needed a one or something, didn't he? Oh, and he, he was, was flicking, off, flicking off waves, and I was like, what are you doing? And then a tiny little one came. But Jay serves the single fin pretty good. Like, I, do you guys got to go to a break? Or no? No, no. Keep talking. Okay. no we go. Um, you know, the kids that starting to surf these single fins so good. Like at the start when we started running this event, it was 20 years ago. I still can't surf a single fin. And my first board was the single fin, but I've got that kind of style that it doesn't work for me for some reason. But it's unbelievable how good everyone has got yeah. at riding single fins because of this event. Yeah. Yeah, one of my favourites, Tane Bowden. Well, I don't know. He's, I guess his brother, Mackenzie. As we see the surfer in blue, Matty Job. He's getting the bonus connect right around the rocks here. Um, yeah, Tane Bowden. He's kind of uh, been my form surf for the event from that. that and Tane, current has, crop. Tane is um, a snapper board rider, so I see Tane a lot at snapper, and um, he's gotten really good lately. He's got a very nice backhand, so watch out for that name. I think he could do well in the QS. Uh, Speaking of, Shelly Simkus through Sheldon, on the inside. Speaking of QSs, I mean, poor Sheldon. Got off, know, to a got off to a flyer, got second, and he only needed one more big result, really. Oh, it's tough, man. And it just, the longer the year got on, the slimmer it was, chances were happening. He, I'm sure he thought at the start of the year it would happen, just be patient. And towards, you know, like the last few events, uh, the pressure must have got to him, and, mm. and I know how, how that feels. Uh, yeah. But hopefully, you know, this year, you never know. Here we go, Xavier, winding up. Wow, if he makes this section, it'll be a miracle. Easy did well. So light on his feet for a nuggety, a nuggety frame, Xavier. Heaps of power. As we see Matty Jobs on an end section one. Bit of run on this thing. Put up a couple turns, a little three turn, three piece combo. Yeah, how did you manage, uh, you know, having talented surfers as Groms, you know, being through what you'd been through as a young fella, you, you, you know, 16 already on tour. Um, yeah, how hard was it for you to sort of manage that and, and just sit up in the dunes and watch heats? It, you always hear guys who were pro surfers or top-line surfers saying it's way worse watching your kids surf. Way worse, yep. <laughs> yep, definitely. You know, Jay, Jay uh, you know, especially in the, in the QSs, um, you know, at the start uh, in the junior events, you know, I used to try to coach and then I just thought, no way, just stay away from that. Mm. Just be the dad because it's just... The very first, one of the very first times I think I sent him to the wrong bank and he didn't get through and I was like, i got to stop doing that. You know, Jay, you know, <laughs> Jay is, is really talented, but yeah. he's got to learn how to put a heat together. And you've got to find your own way, right? You can't. And you've got to find your own way. Yeah. You, definitely. You can't. I mean, 
with coaching. Here's a nice little ride there by Sheldon. Nice snap. Wow. Um, it's good for your surfing. It's good for everyone surfing a surf a single fin. It feels like it smooths them out oh, in, sure. in somewhat. But, yeah, I, you know, the whole coaching thing, I, I was never coached, really. I mean, we had Derek Hine coaching the Billabong team for a while, but I was running all, the I was ra- of everyone, right? Confusing all of us. <laughs> and I ran away from that team. I mean, not Billabong, but just the, the team. I was always avoiding that team thing. But um, here we go. Someone's got some speed. Oh, this is beautiful. Toby Moss, he's uh, got a beautiful read out here. And, Jeezy uh, dropped some mad clips in that Axel video. Oh, didn't he? Next level. But, yeah, I'm curious to know, mate. Yeah, so coaching, to me, I, I don't think um, you've really needed. I mean, once you've done the tour for a couple of years and you know where you're staying and, you know, you, you know the wave, um, you, I don't think you need it because it's such a luck thing that the coach can't bring away for you. No. You, you can kind of direct you on where to go, but... Once you've done the tour for a few years, you know you know that. Yeah. Um, I feel that you don't need it, um, but, you know, that's just me. Well, the greatest of all time has had barely any coaching in the course of his career. Mm. Kelly Slater, I mean, apart from, you know, travelled with Belly a bit and a bit of a sounding board there. But if you there, speak but... to any top-line coach, if you're talking about your Kingies, your Clancy's, mm. your Bottles, you know, mm. these guys, it's way more about just managing the time around the event yeah, and making exactly. sure that their athletes are focused and in yeah. the zone and there's... There's wax there. There's and a towel I there. Don't, like, yeah, I don't no. disagree on that. Yeah. And, and so th- no one's hassling them before the heats or something, you know, almost like security. Like, you need all that, for yeah. sure. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when it comes to the water mm. and you're surfing and whatever's happening in the water, obviously the coaches leave. Once they've left the water, you know, it's definitely to yeah. them. So that's the part I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, because you've got that yeah. ocean knowledge where you might yeah. be tempted to go, hey, there's this going on over here, and it just and becomes And it changes at the drop of the hat. I mean, it's, it's, it, the ocean's, you know, it's spiritual. It's going to happen for you if it's going to happen. And, um, I love that, Ock. Yeah. Love that, mate. That's and, bringing the pure mana back into heat yes. surfing with that attitude, mate. And that spiritual thing only happens for one person. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't happen for two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so interesting. I mean, it's interesting, the Brazilian Storm, obviously, they do tend to run with coaches, uh, Ricardo Toledo. I don't know what exactly the chemistry is between Ricardo and Felipe, but uh, we're going to cross down to Tane Bowden with Stace, the, one of the form surfers of the event so far. Stace. Thanks, Jed. I wish I was one of the form surfers of the event so far, but no, Tane, that's you, mate. How are you? Very well, thank you. Breaking news. You ever been on a podcast before? No, never. Ever with Ock? Never. Welcome to Ain't That Swell Live, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Tane, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Do you listen to the podcast? No. Nah. <laughs> you do now. I shall. I will, definitely. <laughs> it's on everywhere, mate. Everywhere you find your goods podcast. Best day of the year. How has it been in the water? It's absolutely majestic out there. You look down, you're seeing little fishies doing a couple of high lines. Single fins absolutely slicing and dicing right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's beautiful. Is that a 5'9"? I think it's a 5'10 right here. It looks 6'10", bro. It does, doesn't it? Well, I'm 6'1", so this thing's fucking... Oh, pardon my language. That's absolutely fine. Any, um, any special mentions to anyone watching online? We're global. Oh, just cheer to mum and dad. Love you. Back to you guys and uh, back to you, Ock. On fire up there. Oh, thanks. Oh, actually, sorry, I'm taking your, over your job, Vaughan. Not at all. But um, where's the accents coming from? South African, New NZ. Zealand? That's uh, the land. That's Aotearoa, the land of the long white cloud. Tane Bowden and uh, Mackenzie Bowden, two you know, 
as we see the surfer in white winding up a nice little windscreen wiper Rio. Shelly. And a nice little shifty on top of that floater. It's a good way to kick off the year too with a win. Like I, I reckon if you're building a, a QS campaign or you've got big goals for the year, just to come here, have some fun, like put the rashy on but not lose that sense of having a ball. Oh, my God. The surfing good blue. Headspace. Matty Jobs, if you can get down this thing. Oh, my so goodness. Weird. Get a second hey, ball of cherry. Well, it, oh. won't, it won't do it, though. No. They never seem to do it, those ones. <laughs> they look like they're going to. Moss up on the inside. Tobes has found a little grower. Has he got the high line? It's he does. Yeah, he looks for the vis. Oh, just copped it straight in the pineal gland. I don't think he got to fill his pineal there. Well, I've got to ask you, oh, yeah. just while we're, we've got a little break here, it looks like uh, Toby Mossop is in the lead. 6.5 and a 4.57, so that last little head dip won't worry him. But uh, did you do coaching with Shane Horan, or you just travelled with him for a bit when you were younger? Uh, no coaching, no, all spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you know, been... He taught me Hatha Yoga and um, at a young age, which was the best thing I ever learnt. Um... Meditation, you know, I learned how to eat right, um, all those things, and just learned how to live um, properly mm. with Shane after doing the tour with him. You know, um, for years he used to do the I Ching with the, um, the dimes and had the book, the Chinese thing, which I thought was really interesting. Mm. Um, I learned um, so much off Shane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's so fascinating because. That stuff is so life-preserving and life-sustaining, and you can really miss out on that. You know, no one's really teaching you that in the mainstream culture here. No, they're not. And, like, I mean, I just took the best of what I learned from that and kept it through my life. You know, sometimes I do a lot of it, but, like, the stretches that I learned through that that's helped me in my surfing um, that I do every time on the beach before I surf now. Um, or sometimes, you know, when I'm really getting into it, I'll, I'll get right back into yoga. You know, it has its phases, but... The good food I learnt to eat and just how to live and how's this way right here. Oh, Reef Doig, he has yet to get started and he's whacked that one. A beautiful off the top. Gets a second combo in. Game on. Eight minutes 30 remaining. That was great. And Reef is a very good friend of mine and the family. Um, best friends with Dylan, uh, my partner's eldest um, son. Old man Jeff on the cover of Surfing World in a Old huge chamber. Old man Jeff Doyle on a huge Wine chamber at um, Shark Island or Cronulla Point, yeah. was it? Oh, yep. One of Southside's finest. Uh, Hectic Maroubra Beach, uh, bankrolled a few of the early eastern suburbs pros careers. <laughs> Jeff Doig, and yeah, and owned Nomotu there for a while, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. Um, Reef's been over there a fair bit. Um, Reef's a really good friend of my son, Jay. Um, they hang out a lot together. Reef rips. He surfs really, really mm. good, and um, he's got a chance of winning this. Grew up in Bali. That's where I first met him. Uh, yeah. I think the family was based over there for a few years. I actually uh, didn't really know he had roots that deep in this part of the world, but uh, yeah, how good's that, eh? Growing up in Bali and then able to come back and surf the points, and man, you're going to be a world-class surfer with that kind of conditions in your back pocket. You are. I also ran into a, another legend from Cronulla the other day, um, Jerry Mannion, which called Pop Out, who had a photo of himself at Cronulla Point. You could not tell the difference between Inside Sunset and that photo. I don't know if you remember it, but but uh, crazy. Yeah. Jerry Mannion, one of the names. Shark Island Pioneer as well, Shark right? Island Pioneer as well. Yep. And his son Cooper now packing him at the island, at the point of the Cape, I'm sure. Quality surfer. Oh, pushing wow. it on the backside. Doug, that one out of the trough. <laughs> Tide seems to be going out now, so it seems to be getting a bit better. It actually... The way there's no sand, I am no burly expert, but when there's no sand here, which there's no sand at the moment after that big swell we had, it seems to get too high for the Rocky. Now the tide's gone down a bit, it's a bit better. 
But there's going to be a point when we're going to have to go out the back, I reckon, mm -hmm. in the finals. Yeah, enjoy it while it's on the rocks, folks. This is as good as it gets. A couple of uh, waist to shoulder high peelers and some world class surfing talent putting some retro boards through their paces. Gage Rhodes, a big supporter here at the Burley Single Fin Festival Bar. Is it open over there, Jacko? Bar's open if you want to go and uh, taste, sample some of the goods. But uh, right now, quarterfinal number three, Matty Job in the lead with a 6.43 and a 5.4. Shelly Simkus in white in second, a 5.63 and a 6. Toby Mossop in third, a 6.5 and a 4.57. Link Taylor in the black, a 4.13 and a 4.57. Currently in fourth, Xavier Huxtable down in fifth with a 3.4 and a 5. And Reefy, your last ride was a 5.27. And uh, the cold beers have turned up. And it's just a beautiful Sunday, Arvo, to kick off the year. It's How so good is this? Nice. Oh, Zave. Such beautiful weather, Zave. Slash, mate. Watch this guy unload at Winky Pop. It is oh, like watching yeah, right. a Formula One race car at the uh, in the Grand Prix. He is so good down the line. Oh, speaking of F1 oh, race cars goodness. on Sheldon the track, Sinkers. Sheldon with a sick <laughs> front side hack. A couple, in fact. God, he's so light in his feet. He's so electric, Sheldon. That was a good snap. And how was that snap, Liam O'Brien, done that oh. layback snap? Yeah, turn it turn out. Turn the event so oh. far. Been waiting for the it's just unbelievable on. how many good surfers are in this event. It's harder than a QS, a Challenger Series. It, it, it actually it it just speaks to what we were saying. Like yeah. If we had this trials format, every yeah. single comp yeah. could have a local contingent yeah. where, like a, I don't know, a Huey Vaughan, a Sheldon Simkus, a, a, Joel, a, a Joel Parkinson. A Reef Doy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he can come, come out of obscurity. Jay Hockalupo. Oh, come on, Jay. Come on. In a snapper contest you know, going all the way, Peter Harris style. I'm looking forward to that event coming up, the Usher Cup. Yes. Um, at Snapper, which is a few teams from around the world are coming to too. And that's a good, um, it's good for the up and coming, you know, uh, kids that want to get on tour and you get to see, you know, new talent, new blood. And it's, it's Snapper because it's run by Snapper Board Riders. So um, it's the only event that, apart from that Challenger series, which I wish would be a CT. Mm. Oh. Um, you know, when they put it down to a Challenger, I'm like, it's not good enough. Snapper is too good of a wave for a Challenger series. It's got to be a CT. Mate, it's, especially it's when you've got the, uh, the wave pool in there. And the... Oh, mate. Oh, that's a disgrace. I just can't, <laughs> I cannot believe there's not a... to be a CT. I want it to go back to the way it was, like, finish a pipe, don't strip points, have that, you know, like, I've got nothing to do with the WSL, so obviously it's not my choice, but... um. But, you know, being a past world champion, maybe do I get one little vote? <laughs> one. Can I put two cents in the meter? Can I have, I don't know, gee whiz. Oh, man. <laughs> it was up to me to definitely some say. I, I think they should really consult this kind of, uh, I don't know, grand yeah. board of wizards. Let of us all be on the board. Champs. The X-World champs be on the board and make some decisions. Mm. And I, th I feel like the, the proper, the, the high-end administrators and, and the, the world's most prestigious sports and governing bodies generally do that. They, they consult the heavy hitters, the core lords from their culture before making big decisions. I think the Waz well, has got to come know, back. I mean, when we used to run our own broadcast, you know, I mean, Billabong, we had our own broadcast and it was different now that WSL has taken over the broadcast. It's changed. That's why people ask me how come I don't commentate. And it's like, oh, well, it's not my call anymore. It's Sorry, not Billabong's oh. call anymore. But here we go. Toby it's Mossop. a nice little snap there, Toby Mossop. Beautiful. Speaking about Billabong, his dad used to work for the company for a long time. Known, the, known him since he's been a baby and he does rep. 
What's the but story yeah. with that board, the Akadaka board? Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the standouts. When you come down here, there's a, there's usually a bit of a board museum just all laid up all along the point, and you can almost take your pick if you're surfing in the event. You can sort of just go up and go, well, you can I have a go on this? And if, as long as it's not Parker, you usually get a go. <laughs> but, but they won't let me because I'll snap. I'll, I've snapped boards out here on the rocks. There's mm. a full story behind that board, though, because I think yeah. it might have been owned by his old man at some stage. Oh, really? Something the like that. The one I wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> No, oh, we're talking different stories. Uh, the ACDC decal, the yeah. Oh, okay. Iconic board. I mean, it's so classic that a board made at that time with that decal, like that was made at the peak of Akadaka's powers, and here it is still very much well-preserved uh, than Bon Scott, that's for sure. Hey, uh, um, speaking of boards that disappear and then reappear, Reggae Ellis bought one of your, I think it was uh, one of your 99 Dalbergs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got kind of lost in the office for a while, yeah. and I just saw it the other day really? in Ronnie's back shed. Wow. And Louis Hind, you in my very first it. heat, asked me, he said, have you got any single fins like from back in the day? Mm. I'm like, mate, I did not keep a, even a board from what my world like, title Gordon year. Gordon Smith, first board? GNS, yeah. GNS. Yeah. Richard Herbert shaped. Wow. Um, before that, I think I had Jim Banks shape my boards. He, he shaped, yeah. So, and my very first board was a single fin. It was a Woodstock. Um, I don't even know the label, but I remember it. It had red rails. Yeah. Mate, talk us through the shaping relationship with Banksy. I mean, from your hometown in Cronulla, uh, he was on the tour. I guess when you, you guys would have had overlap on the tour back in the day. We did overlap just kind of slightly, but um, Jim, I learned so much from him. He used to be best mates with a guy called Peter Crawford, which was um, my uh, partner's uh, uncle, yeah, dad's mm. brother. Yeah, so Peter Crawford... And Banksy were totally crazy. He used to pick me up, take me down the South Coast Pipe or take me to a big wave spot. And they had their own language that you couldn't even understand. <laughs> and they would just, it would just be nonstop laughter. And I didn't know what they were on, but it was something strong. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but they had the time of their life. Jim Banks was unbelievable. Like he surfed Shark Island when it was so huge or voodoo. I think the very first time... Or well, one of the first times I saw him surf, I think I walked from Kernel where I grew up to Voodoo, which is like an hour-long walk because the waves were so big that day. Mm. And I walked to Voodoo. It was 20 foot at least, and there was one guy out there. And I was like, how did this guy get out there? I couldn't understand it. I'm like, how's he going to get in? I was worried for his life, and it was Jim Banks. No. And he was surfing out there just like as calm as anything, just pulling into huge barrels and making it. And it was absolutely the, one of the biggest surfs I've seen to this day. Look at this little runner on the inside. Mate. The time is gone, and uh, the heat is over. The heat's over. And we're going to have a little break, so uh, stick with us. Okay. The Burley Single Fin Festival presented by Billabong and Gage Roads. We'll be back in just a moment. Oh, oh. sick line. Beautiful. Cop this, Williams. Gage Roads Bruco is stoked to announce pro surfer Jack Robinson as a new part owner of the Independent Brewery. He'll be joining the Gage surf team alongside Mackenzie Bowden, the internet comedy sensation. 2023 legend single fin champion Brendo Marjo Margison on your Margo. Eli Brooks and filmer producer Jacob Woody Wooden. The whole team is planning an epic surf trip to one of the country's most remote locations later in the year. We will not spill the beans on this show. Not while there's a breath of air in the lungs of Smithy and Deadly. While Gage Road is about good beers and good times, they're also committed to the surf community and the environment. 
They've backed events like the Single Fin Festival at Burley, the Whalebone Classic in WA, the Australian Open of Surfing, the Scenic Coast Pro, Stratty Assault, the Australian Board Riders Battle, and they've been supporting multiple board riders clubs around the country. Gage Roads Brew Co. runs regular beach cleanups across the country with environmental group Tangaroa Blue. From humble beginnings, Gage Roads has grown to become Australia's leading independent brewery. Back in the early 2000s, two brothers and a couple of mates dreamt of starting a brewery with nothing more than an idea and a personal credit card. Inspired by their love of good beer in the ocean, Gage Roads was born. Get out there, get it down your neck, drink responsibly and support Australian independent brew at its finest. 